Hey there, uh, Cave Company Radio fans. Um, you're about to listen to uh, Sex and Other Human Activities. Um, my name is Bunky Houseman, and um, I wrote in and uh, got some advice from Jackie Marcus, and at first I thought it was great, and then um, I fucking lost everything. Um, so if you could uh, just know that their advice is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, yeah, I lost my family, I lost my house. And um, I lost my career, uh, which was hard to do. I was a professional gambler. I thought that would be a thing that they could help me do, and they did. Um, so if you have any questions or advice you need, just make sure you email cavecomingradio at gmail.com, ask for Marcus or Jackie, and, um, or maybe just say hello to Henry from last podcast on the list because he needs, he needs your attention. He needs your affection. Um, so thank you, and enjoy sex and other human activities. Oh, is that too lazy? I can't pull it from here. <laughs> I just need to do it softer. <laughs> Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities. If you, I mean, that's the thing. I'm going to cut that like rise. Like, if I pull it softer, will it come? That's all they're going to hear. What were we talking about? You'll never You'll ne- know. I was talking about wires. I was talking about being lazy and not want to get out of my fucking chair to move something. I'm just going to pull it by the wire and see, see if it gets closer. It won't. No, it won't. I'm just going to unplug the wire. That's all it's going to do. Well, we just finished up with wonderful Thanksgiving. We oh, talked man. a little bit last week about uh, the upcoming Thanksgiving. And we had our Thanksgiving last Thursday. And it was one of the best Thanksgivings I've ever had. It really was. It was the most, I think, the key to a good Thanksgiving is being relaxed and not being around your family. Oh, yeah. That's the best. <laughs> that is exactly what you should do. I just can't admit, like, I, it makes me dread Christmas even more. Because I'm like, <laughs> I just want to do that again. I just want to be... Like stone sitting on a couch and drinking. I think it also comes from like I come from a sober family, like yeah. a recovering family. So there is no like my natural fun I cannot have. <sighs> Sounds I guess awful. it's not natural. I guess it's it's the, the opposite of natural. <laughs> it's the opposite actually. of natural yeah, fun. Yeah. But I guess that makes me realize how not fun I usually am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. We hang out when you're sober all the time. You're fun. Yeah, you know. When I can stop crying or being <laughs> mad about something. You can usually pull it together. Yeah, I can usually, I can figure something out. Yeah. But I, I think it was just like, it was just exactly what I needed, just to be around friends. Yeah, we just sat around, we talked about the Lost Prophets baby fucker a lot. Mm. A lot, a Man. lot. That was, it was, it was an interesting it was, thing to talk about. Without a doubt, the dominant conversation of all of Thanksgiving was the, if, in case you didn't know this guy from, uh, from England that was in this band called Lost Prophets, real shitty band, he uh, got caught fucking babies. Like and, sleeping with like babies, yeah, babies, like babies, babies, and got he uh, made uh, his fans or not really made. He just requested that his fans who had children, babies, uh, send him pictures of babies sucking the dicks or of the women sucking the baby dick. Yeah, and his password on his computer was "I fuck kids." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't know that detail. Yeah, yeah, no, that was one of the many details that Doug seemed to know about this whole thing your boyfriend knew a lot about he this was case. very very <laughs> interested in it extremely knowledgeable i think he was just interested in the angle of a musician being that fucked up yeah well also a musician of like 
Uh, I I think I saw them at one point. I mean, it was like it, it was just like a shitty alternative rock band. Yeah. For, of the time of like Evanescence, and you know when I was going to those kind of concerts, mm-hmm. and, and so it's it's just weird to think of like, God, how long, man? How long have you been that way? Like that is like you just you gotta. There's no coming back from that. No. You gotta be put away yeah. forever. You're just done. But we did talk about castration a lot. Over we did. Thanksgiving we did talk about that a lot as well. It was everything that you would expect from a Thanksgiving with me and Jackie and Henry and Ben. <laughs> like, everything you would expect, and all of our significant others, uh, everything you would expect happened. Yes, like, it did. It really <laughs> like the, did. The conversations, you know, we watched football and we watched the Texas Tech game. God damn it, that was fucking heartbreaking. Texas Tech lost so fucking bad to UT. I'm not going to talk about I it anymore. I guess we shouldn't talk about it anymore. <laughs> no, not going to talk about it, but it was definitely uh, the Thanksgiving that you would expect from all. And that's the things that we all say is like, you know what? We only play like characters on shows. We're not really monsters in real life. But then you get all of us together and have us all just have like a normal conversation for us. And it's about baby fuckers and castration. Yeah. And we were drinking right out of the fireball bottle. Oh, yeah. We drank a lot of fireball. And also uh, we had quite a bit of Jameson as well. Well, it was a very cold night. It was a... <laughs> 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 you know, drink a fireball whiskey and Jameson whiskey and Shinerbach and whole bunch of it was classy. Lot. It was yeah, I bought classy beer. Yeah, Shinerbach. That's what I. That's that's my beer. Well, the the night after, I was trying to have like a very like small, like just a few couples over. Like we're barely like started our apartment and decorating. Right. We don't really have a lot of room just yet. You know, so I invited the like work friends over for like a dinner on Thanksgiving uh the di- night after Thanksgiving right. and a few of my friends including a one Mr. Ben Kissel heard about it and in turn showed up at my house <laughs> and invited a bunch of other people at the house and turned it into a booze fest the like the opposite of what I was trying to do when I realized I'm like how old are we <laughs> how old are we 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 can't I just you can't, we can't have anything nice. <laughs> Nothing nice. We really can't. It just, I it, I was just flabbergasted. <laughs> it made me very upset. I was very surprised that, you know, the, the Thanksgiving didn't, that Ben just didn't start inviting people over. And he just, he came over, like I was telling him, like, hey, yeah, come over for Christmas or for Thanksgiving. It's going to be, you know, great. All of your best friends are going to be there. Just come on over. And he's like, girls? <sighs> like, <laughs> Like what are you, girls, girls, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving, that's not what it's about. It's not what it's about at all. Like, that's not, you're not supposed to look to fuck on Thanksgiving. You're supposed to just hang out, eat a bunch, get drunk, and go home. I kind of feel like Thanksgiving is the opposite of looking to fuck. It's, like, I don't want anything to do, I don't want to look sexy. Uh, I don't want to think about anything sexy. Like, nothing sex-related is happening on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Unless Nothing it's like whatsoever. a blowjob way before you know you eat, but <laughs> like other a morning than that, blow like job. a morning blowjob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, the furthest it's going to go. Yes, because it, there's too many other things to do, mm-hmm. and then afterwards you're just drunk and you're and you're full. Yeah, you just pouncing on me. <laughs> I'll puke. I'll throw up right all over you. Oh yeah, I would puke. Yeah, yeah. anyone would. Yeah, if it, you did Thanksgiving right. Yeah, oh, and we did do we Thanksgiving, right? Did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, Nikita made three cakes. 
Man, those cakes. Oh, Lord. Oh, I'm still eating that Dr. Pepper cake, man. Uh, you should, she promised she would send you some send some to me through work. Where is my cake, Marcus? <laughs> Where is this cake I was promised? I apologize. We both forgot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, sounds like a likely story. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... It's finite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a right. finite resource. Right, right, right. We can't, we can't have it all the time. I mean, we can make it anytime we want to. But, oh, my God. You know. Shouldn't, though. Yeah. Bad kids. Oh, so bad. Man, but now it's the holiday season. I don't even feel like it's the holiday season. It. Uh, I mean, I think it's just, it just happens the busier you get and the older you get, the less effect the holiday season has on you. I used to love it. Yeah, me too. I, I, like I used to be filled with the Christmas spirit. Now I'm just like three weeks till Christmas. I have so much to do. <laughs> oh God, it's only three weeks till. Oh fuck, I yeah. need to book my tickets. You haven't booked tickets home for Christmas yet? No, fuck, I'm gonna do if that. If you are listening to this and you have not booked <laughs> home, tickets home for Christmas, you're fucked. Yeah, you're gonna spend it out your ass. You should think about these things in September, just like everybody else. I know, I know, I'm a fuck up in this in these. In these, respects. In these, <laughs> in these, I am a fuck up. In these things, I am fucks up. <laughs> Big fucks up. That's okay. You just got to get on it. Now you're going to pay out your butt. I know, I know, I know. But anyway, enough about my fuck ups. <laughs> my shortcomings as an adult, <laughs> uh, of which there are many. Many. Many, many, many. 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 W- way too many. Let's read a uh, follow up <laughs> letter from an actual adult who has her shit. Under control. Way more under control than we do. Way more under control than we do. From Liz, uh, who has sent us a couple letters, probably the best person in the world. Yes. Uh, she has sent us a, a follow-up. We answered a question from her in which uh, she was going to a, 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 her grandfather or a grandparent's anniversary, anniversary dinner. And she was expecting a conflict with a cousin and with the cousin's mom uh, because there was some sort of there was a custody battle that was gonna happen but never quite made it to fruition because the cousin got her shit together. Thank Christ! But here is the follow up from what happened. Thank you so much for answering so quickly. You're welcome. The anniversary get-together went great. I went into it with a positive outlook, and it couldn't have gone any better. My aunt and I were even in a room alone together with the kids. No issue at all. We just spoke about how well Corey and Tiffany were doing and how happy they were playing together. My cousin avoided me, just said hi, and that was it. But that's fine with me. We were able to focus on our grandparents' special day and have fun as a whole family. Thank you again for everything, guys. I'm sorry my reply was delayed. Thanksgiving came too soon after the anniversary, and I wanted to paint you a little picture with all the help you've given me. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, and I hope you enjoy the picture. Just a little something for my two favorite poop divers looking for gold. And the picture is fantastic. It's amazing. It's, I want to. I think I'm going to get it printed out and just like put it up on my wall. Yeah, me too. Like I think it's like uh, Nikita. So she thinks that we should make it into a flyer. Ooh, like a little a like car, like a little postcard that we give out to people. Well, I'll post it on the Cave Comedy Radio Facebook page. So I never thought I could be a mermaid. Yeah, but you are. Oh my god, you're very much are a mermaid. Oh my god, I am a mermaid, and I'm in a I'm in a, a scuba suit, <laughs> an old timey scuba suit. It's, I love it. It's wonderful. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna post that on the Cave Comedy Radio page. Uh, and thank you so much. Thank Liz. you so much. Yeah, it, it makes us feel very very good to know that we could help out anyway uh, in uh, the life of an actual. 
adult. Yes. <laughs> and also the fact that, like, positivity does work, man. It works. You know, without going in with, like, your defenses up and your shields up, getting ready to attack. You know, if you just keep them down and ride the wave, it, things work out better. Yeah, especially at family gatherings. Yeah. If and you, it, it sounds like what's awesome, too, is that, thank God, your your family members also took the high road. Yeah. Which is, which also, like, like makes the rest of the holiday season so much easier, too, for all of you. Because yeah. it's not going to be the last time you guys are going to see each other before this year is out. No, not at all. You'll see each other at Christmas, I'm sure. Uh, doesn't sound like you saw each other at Thanksgiving. But Thanksgiving isn't really the type of holiday where you see a ton of your relatives. Christmas is when you see all of your relatives. Yeah. So it seems like this is a good road, uh, a good beginning to possibly uh, a strong relationship between you guys. And what you were saying about positivity, I know that helps me out so much because if I go into a situation with a negative attitude or anywhere with a negative attitude, I will snap. Yeah. Like the smallest thing will just make me snap and then it's done. It's over with. I'll say something stupid. I'll do something stupid. If I go in there just thinking like, all right, this is going to suck, then it will. Mm-hmm. Like That's any situation that uh, anyone can go into. If you're ready for it to suck, then it's, it's going to suck. It's like a pig pen. Was that pig pen? <laughs> No, I think I'm thinking. Of, no, I'm thinking of Eeyore when he's got the uh, when he's got the cloud of rain over him. Yeah. Same difference. They're all dirty and sad. <laughs> oh, Big Ben seemed like he was happy with his. Lot I guess in life. yeah. That's I guess that's his whole thing is yeah. that he is positive despite his outward appearance. Yes, just despite being a dirty, dirty boy. Was Big Ben homeless? I don't know. Hmm. Probably poor. Interesting. I don't... Hmm. They must have all been poor, though. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, especially when Charles Schroeder was writing it, like, everybody was poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Schroeder had a piano. Hmm. He probably stole it. <laughs> it is a tiny piano, though. Yes, it is a tiny piano. Oh, well, let's see. I'm, I'm finding out. I'm finding out right now what... Pig what pens. Pig Pen's deal yeah, is. Yeah, what his socioeconomic status was. Ooh, good big words. Mm, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I like using mm, big words. Marcus, I did seem to read a Facebook status that you wrote today that um, you like to edit podcasts because you like to go back and look up big words that you use, and if you don't use them correctly, you edit it out. Absolutely. See, I don't think that's very fair. <laughs> I think that I don't use big words very often, but I know when I do that they have to be wrong. And I think that you should be doing the same thing for me. No, you're much smarter than I am. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> you're 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 smart. You're definitely smarter than I am. We are talking about pig pen over here. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he's only the fifth most popular Peanuts character. What? Okay, Snoopy, <laughs> Charlie Brown. Schroeder, Lucy. I guess that would be five. Yeah. Yeah, I guess no so. No one knows the name of any of the other ones. Is Marcy? Marcy's an idiot bitch. <laughs> Marcy's the bitch with the fucking glasses. Everyone always used to tell me that. I was like, yeah, dang, Marcy. Huh. Like Marcy. Marcy had problems with her sexuality yeah. and she oh, would yeah. not deal with them. A lot of them I had. have dealt thoroughly with my problems with my <laughs> sexuality. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a peppermint patty anymore. No, man. Oh, I guess I am kind of like peppermint patty more than anything. Though. You're more like peppermint patty. Thank you. Yeah. I take that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Especially since your boyfriend always calls you sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dating Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the tables have God turned. damn it. <laughs>
<laughs> well, thank you very much, Liz, uh, for your letter, for your follow-up, letting us know what's going on. Of course, we wish you nothing but the best in your life. Not that you really need the help no, from us. No, you're doing fucking great. You know, you're doing fucking great. Uh, but regardless, best wishes to you and your family. Thank you so much for the picture. Oh, so great. Oh that, that's like fucking, oh, it's fantastic. I can't wait to put it up on my wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to take it. I'm going to go with Kinko's. Yeah, yeah I'm going with Kinko's. <laughs> <laughs> You guys didn't know that voice <laughs> is the voice that we use a lot. Yeah. It's the voice of... It's my it's my boyfriend's brother, and he <laughs> talks like this, because he really does talk like that. He talks exactly like that. He's the former bass player of uh, the band that me and Doug are in, the Cowmen. Uh, he's not the bass player anymore. No, he chooses to be dumb, and he chooses <laughs> to sound dumb. Because he's not a dumb person. No, he he's not. He chooses to do it. He is not a dumb guy. Like, I've had conversations with him sometimes, like, oh, fuck, you've, you've got some intelligence to you. But, like, he, it's, I think, like, that's part of it. Because he's pretty young. You know, he's, boy, 22? 24. Oh. He's getting a little too old for it to use his Leatherman to open up everything, which is his new thing. <laughs> he's like, let me pull out my knife. <laughs> and he just ruins things with the knife. I'm like, put the knife away. You have to put the knife away. <laughs> well, I think that that was kind of a trend. I don't know if it still is a trend among uh, among this generation. Uh, which I guess I'm, you know, I'm definitely a part of, and on the older side, but definitely still a part of, is that this uh, pride and ignorance, like no, this, there's no in- reason for this it. intense pride. It's like willful ignorance. Like it's something that people they want to be dumb, and they think that it's cool to be just a fucking moron. And I can't figure it out. I don't know why. Like I, I've never been able to figure out because it why sets people this, do that. Because then it sets your people's expectations of you a lot lower Uh, because then if you choose to be the actual of actual intelligence the people are like hey he's not that dumb i guess he's kind (laughs) of smart then but but at the same time it's laziness it's extreme laziness yeah because no one wants to try anymore and people would rather just throw it all away and say fuck everybody this is who i am this is who i am I was like, that's not who you are. Yeah, if anyone, like, if someone says, like, it is just the way I am. Stop you, trying to change me. Usually means that they're being a piece of shit. Yes. It's just like, I'm not trying to change you. It's because your insides are screaming for you to be the person <laughs> that you actually are, and you don't want to deal with it because you're too goddamn lazy. Yeah. It's the way it goes sometimes. But my my favorite, you know, of course, this is something that, you know, I, I say all the time now, uh, but my favorite story about them is that he's also got a girlfriend. Uh, and 4th of July last year, uh, she got stuck on a roof. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she's also, she just sounds, she's from West Virginia, not that there's anything wrong with that. No. But, and she's also extremely intelligent, mm-hmm. like just normal person. But she talks like this, <laughs> and everything sounds like this, because it was very slow, and so she's like, Justin, <laughs> I'm on the roof. <laughs> this roof was just like it was a story tall, if even that. Like it was, it was the roof was maybe what 15 feet yeah. off of the ground. It's Fourth of July, of course. We're all pretty fucked up, but we're having a great time. And she climbs up the ladder to get on the roof. No one really knows why. And she suddenly like gets stuck up there like a cat. She's got scared to come back down. She gets scared. Like, she just kept saying. 
Oh no, Justin, Justin. I'm stuck on the roof. <laughs> and I just, I we're can't all just get like, just come down. down the ladder. Just come down the ladder. But it's just the way in which she speaks that, like, which she has no control over. She actually has no, she's just yeah, from ju- West Virginia. That's just how she sounds. Yeah, it's a, yeah, that's just it. You it know. just made it sound so funny, though. <laughs> and it's like, you can't help but. Laugh, but like we were laughing at her. We kept trying to get her to come down. Yeah, but it was still just so funny. Yeah, oh, and then no. Justin threw something up at her on he the threw, roof. He started throwing books at her. He's like, "Come down! Why are you coming down off the roof?" And then I look over, like Doug, a cat, like a cat, like throwing things at him, like like her at her, like a cat. But this is my family. <laughs> this is what I'm marrying into. Is yeah. the two because they're gonna get married and they are planning on having children soon. A lot of kids, which is terrifying yeah. to me because Doug and I will, you know, play a part in this. You have to, and uh, and it's just so funny that like looking at them, I'm just like, this is my family now. Mm-hmm. This is <sighs> this is my family now, <laughs> and I do. I live with them. Yeah. I, I live with them, yeah. so I uh, I just um, I stay quiet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I choose to take the higher road, and I stay quiet. And to give you a little bit more insight into these people's lives, uh, that Jackie, you mentioned that you guys live together, uh, and they moved from uh, Queens to Brooklyn, uh, and there's a bridge in between. It's what. I guess what two miles in between yeah. where you live now and where you used to live. Yeah, and these people moved everything they had, every possession they had, by foot, strapped to a dolly <laughs> because they wouldn't. Because we got movers, I was just like, you don't even have to pay anything. Just throw the stuff on the truck. I don't even want a scent from you. I don't want to watch you guys do this for days. <laughs> And they did it for days. days. <laughs> they strapped the mattress to the dolly. They stra- And they walked it across the bridge. They walked a mattress across the Pulaski Bridge. Everything they And owned. it is no short bridge. No, it's not. It's, it's a, a big bridge. It's a real fucking big bridge. And the walkway is... Maybe five feet across, and there's like people like on bikes. I ride my bike over that bridge every every time I ride my bike to work. I ride it over that fucking bridge, and they are moving mattresses over it. Stubborn. They're just because that's a part of it. It's like in every other aspect. I think that's an interesting part of also the younger side of this generation is that it's laziness mixed with overbearing stubbornness to be right. Yeah. And I know for a fact that six hours into their first day, they knew it was a bad idea. <laughs> and they would not accept our help. They were just like, we can do it. We can do it. And I was like, okay. And they did it, but they had to take off four days from work. How much money did you lose from that? They took off four days from work to do that? Yes. To move everything by foot. And all they did was yell at each other. A mover would have taken, they could have taken a day's pay and yes. paid a mover. Yes. A day's pay. Less than a day's pay. But I think that's also a part of getting older as well, where like, I mean, I don't think I would ever actually do that. Mm. But coming to the point in life when you're just like, I would rather throw money at this problem. Yeah. I, I think it's worth my time. 
and worth the money to have someone do this for me. Yeah. The same thing with like fixing something. It's like if I don't know how to do it, it's like I've tried to like fix all the pipes. You know, we had like crazy backup in our last apartment. Doug's like, I'm doing this myself. Days you would do, bought all this shit until finally we just had to pay someone to come in and fix it. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to admit, I don't know what I'm doing, or you have to admit this was a bad idea. Yes. You cut your losses and you fucking just throw money at it. You just have to, but it's also part of just biting. Just throw your dignity at the fucking line, man. Yeah. You're just like, I was wrong, and I am sorry, and, <laughs> and I need your help. And I understand if you don't have the money to do it. Yes. If you don't have the money, then there is nothing wrong with that. Like, that's just, if you have to work a little bit harder, then fucking good on you. You know, like, you're doing it because you have to do it. Right. These people were doing it because they came up, they, they took upon, they went with the first idea they had. And they had the money. Like, that was... A, yeah, like and they wasn't... had the money. They had the first idea, the cheapest idea, which it wasn't even the cheapest in the first place because they lost so much money taking days off. <sighs> they lost money in the end. <laughs> they lost... And, like... And so I say this... So much time. So much time. <laughs> and then I felt like... I, it's like, am I being nagging? Like, I was, like, just... Because that was the thing. At first, I thought they didn't have the money. I was like, we've got it. Please, like, let us help you with this. But, like, it wasn't that. And then I started to nag because I don't know. I'm like, because then that's the Italian mother in me. And I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> just put it on the fucking truck. What is your problem? Just stop it. Stop. And then they would just do it and they would yell at each other. And I was like, you know what? I just need to let it be. Just chill. I just got to chill out. Man. <laughs> and that's how, like, living with them in complete is. Where it's just like, why am I getting so worked up over the way they treat each other which is not very well no and they but they love each other unconditionally so i guess that's fine they work for each other but watching it and the way that he speaks to her not that he's violent or even but like or anything it just drives me crazy then i get all worked up and i get mad at doug because of it and i'm like (laughs) make him stop he's like that's just who he is jackie and i'm like (laughs) you're right that's just who he is. I don't know why I'm getting so worked up about this. He's yeah. not talking to me like that. So why don't I just calm down? <laughs> so I think, you know what? We all have to learn things, Marcus. Yeah, we, we all have to learn things. There are certain things we just have to learn. It's to just not my battle. And when it's not your battle, why are you getting, why are you getting geared up to fight? I don't know, man. I, I get pissed off about things like that, too. Just when I see people wasting time and fucking up, it's like you want to you wanna tell them, it's like you want to fucking shake them, it's like, why are you fucking doing this? Uh, but, but it's not my time. It's, it's not my things. Yeah, it's uh, it has nothing to do with you whatsoever. It's not affecting your life in a negative way at all. In fact, it's fucking hilarious to watch. It's really funny to watch. <laughs> that was the problem. But then it comes into play of me laughing so hard about it, and Doug's like, that's my family. I'm like, oh, God. You're right. I'm sorry, sweetheart. Your family is right, and I am wrong, which is not true, but I will say it. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty fucking hilarious. Like, I, I kind of... There is definitely a bit like I don't even know if I would classify it as Schadenfreude uh, because no. it's because the misfortune is completely self-made. Yes, like it's not like something really bad. Like they lost their jobs right before the move and they weren't able 
to uh, to hire anybody to hire a, or to, to not even hire anybody, just rent a van. Yeah, it's not like that happened, and I'm laughing at that, and I'm you know laughing at their mattress possibly uh, falling into the Gowanus <laughs> Canal. Oh no, just the, uh, mattress. the mattress fell in the river. <laughs> sleep on the floor. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. You said I'm like they'll sleep on the floor like cats. <laughs> Well, they take care of each other. Yeah, it's not like we're laughing at that. It's just, I mean, yeah, I think we're allowed to laugh at this. Yeah, I think so. And also, the things that we're saying here, I don't not do in front of their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not even talking about the body because I'm just like, what? Yeah. (laughs) No, me and Justin have definitely had our conflicts in the past. Yeah. I just can't keep my mouth shut. I'm sure. Do you have that problem? Like, I'm sure, but your family is wonderful. Like, we we have that. Like now, especially, it's just the four of us living together, and I am not allowed to say word one yeah. about their decisions or about what they do to Doug at all. He's made that very clear, which I I didn't even realize I was being too outspoken about it <laughs> until he ripped into me the other night and I deserved it. Yeah. But I had been just like pushing this button, pushing this button of talking shit about his family that I didn't even realize I was pushing until finally he was just like, stop talking about them like that. Yeah. This is my family. And I'm like, you say the same things. He's like, I'm allowed to say whatever I want. Yeah. And it's true. And then, but that's a lesson I had to, I'm just like, you're right. And he's like, I don't say that shit about Henry. And I'm like, well, Henry's a little bit different. And, <laughs> But, you know, we also, like, I understand, but I had to learn, I have to learn in the process of learning how to not, to keep my judgments to myself. Oh, me too. I keep all that shit to myself. I don't say anything about, like, we, and they don't say anything about my life, and I don't say anything about theirs. Like, we don't, and it's been that way uh, with, uh, you know, with, with Charlie for a long time. You know, with uh, even when I was younger, it's like I never said any kind of like judgment about what he was doing or what was going on in his life. Uh, although maybe a couple times I should have, uh, but it's you know I was never I was never judgmental about any of that type of stuff, uh, and I just kind of that's how we've always been. And it's just like, all right, you are living your life. You're doing what you do. You. I'm not living your life right now, so I trust you to make the right decisions. And sometimes maybe it would be better if one of us stepped in and say, like, hey, listen, what the fuck are you doing right now? Yeah, especially if it's dangerous or, you you know, like in that kind of situation where you're putting your children in danger or something like that. Then it's No, they would never do that. But I mean, just like in the terms of like generalizations, that that is where you step in. Exactly. That's you step in on shit like that. Uh, but I, yeah, none of us have ever really stepped in, and we have never said anything about the other significant other until after the relationship has ended. Of course. Like, like after the relationship is ended, it's like, you know what? She was kind of a grade A bitch. Yeah. And nobody liked her. And then her. you always hear the, well, why didn't you tell me? No, 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 no. We don't hear, why didn't you tell oh, me? You we didn't hear, hear that? No, oh. we hear, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, that's why I broke up with her. Like that's yeah I I've been dealing with her shit for fucking months now yeah. and I don't I didn't want to deal with it anymore so I broke up with her yeah I like it's we don't say anything but you know we're a family that is so fucking bad at hiding our feelings we try like we try real hard and you kind of ignore 
Like there's this kind of understandings that you know what the other person's feelings are, but you just kind of ignore them. Yeah. And you don't say anything. You you might ask every once in a while, it's like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about her? And when we ask each other, what do you think? What's you know, what's your opinion on this? Then we'll tell each other the truth. Like we will say, like, yeah, I mean, I don't think she's very good for you or you know, I don't really see this fucking going anywhere with you. Uh, or, you know, you're making the bad decision, wrong decision here and there, what, what. Uh, but we do ask each other's advice, uh, and we will be honest with each other. But until that point, you know what the other one's thinking. You know exactly what's going on in our heads. Uh, it's just up to you to decide whether you want to know that for sure right whether you really want to know it's like okay fuck of course he doesn't like her um see that's a much healthier way to deal with things as opposed to my family that makes it very clear of what they think (laughs) when they think it and there is no hiding it at all because it's always unsolicited i never ask for the opinion i only get the opinion and then i get i think it's probably where my anger comes from because i'm just like i didn't fucking ask you to tell me what you think about this I didn't ask for your opinion. So, um, but then, you know, I'm shooting the gun off a little too soon. So, but I think that's a good, I mean, that's a good way to deal with things. I think, I think it is. It, it's, it's, or at least it's a normal way to deal with things. Yeah. And none of us have ever gotten to the point where we were truly fucking up our lives. Like yeah. really fucking them up bad. And not to the point, well, I mean, there were a couple of times where I was definitely edging into really dangerous territory, but they didn't know. Like, they didn't know what was going on with me. I wasn't telling anyone about it, and I was keeping it all pretty fucking under wraps. Um, but Well, I said that when my mom saw, like, this is the beginning of the roundtable of gentlemen. Yeah, like, when, this is episode, like, six. When they came in to film it, somebody, I think... Kenji. Heard, Kenji came in yeah, to it film Kenji. it. And my the mom guy, never... Kenji is the guy that uh, does all like the bodega cat stuff. Like uh, he does yeah. homo thugs. And he came in to film it. And my mom never does anything. She never listens to any of this stuff. Doesn't know anything about it. But she watched that video, and saw that was in like one of my bad times, very yeah. very dark dark times for me. And she saw that video, and then the next day she bought a plane ticket and came here. To make me stop. Yeah. And it's like, if you're my, like, but then again, exactly. Like, she's up in my business, but like, I was. In she needed to be in your bad business. territory. Yeah. And if she didn't see that video, I don't know what would have happened. I don't know either, man. Because you were <laughs> on, I mean, I had known you for very long at that point. I'd known you maybe six months. Yeah. Uh, so I was just, I was just kind of like, you know, I don't know these people very well. Like, they're fucking amazing and a lot of fun, and we all have the same sense of humor, but I'm not in the place to say anything. Yeah, Apparently, no. this is just it's just the way she lives her life, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, fucking get away. That is just how she rolls. I think the probably still on. It's like, it's devastating to watch. I think it is still on, yeah. It's, yeah, if you just type in, yeah, Roundtable of Gentlemen at, at YouTube, because, yeah, you came in late. Uh, yeah, because I was like sleeping with somebody in a bar. Yeah, and I didn't realize what time. Like sleeping with someone in a bar. Yeah, and I didn't realize what time it was. Yeah, we used to do roundtable at nine o'clock on Fridays, like nine nine p.m. on Fridays, and then we just get fucking trashed. At, I mean, God, I think. I dare say we've grown up a bit, Marcus. <laughs> I, I would dare. say it is documented over the, our <laughs> podcast that we have actually grown up a little bit. Yeah, if you listen to like the roundtable, like beginning to end, you can really hear some growth 
in us. I mean, how? A lot, but at least in how we can control ourselves yeah. a little bit better now. If you listen to some of those early roundtables, like, we're just fucking all of us just trashed. You couldn't just, even understand at least anything I would say. Like, I didn't make it. I was just like, fucking, <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And, like, that was it. And it's, like, it's so weird to think of living in a generation where, like, I can hear what I sounded like. At that time yeah. in my life, and I and I've listened to a few, and that's why I never listened to them. And I can listen to a few of them and be like, "Oh God, thank God!" <laughs> and just think of yourself. It's like I feel like if you're in a bad way, start recording yourself. Yeah, you like if you. It's like you, if you want to know what you sound like and what you look like. I mean, it's so easy to do now. I feel like that's such an easy way to turn a person, or at least open your eyes a little bit. That if you think in any way that you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Just record yourself a bit. You know, recording yourself, I uh, heard once that was a uh, really great therapy for uh, OCD. If you have a, the specifically the obsessive thoughts. Yeah. Is that you just take out a recorder and uh, you just talk into it. Like the thoughts as they're coming, just do a stream of consciousness and just talk into it and let all the thoughts carry themselves as far as they possibly can. And you go back and you listen to it and you realize how fucking stupid it is. Like you realize how these thoughts, like there's no way that could ever happen. Like you start with one thought and then it's like if, you know, you say like, well, you know, I'm thinking about... If I don't, uh, like, if I if I don't, you know, put my hand in my pocket right now, then there's going to be an earthquake and my family will die, you know. And you just keep going with that, and you think about like how that could possibly happen, what things could possibly lead to that. And of course, that alone is not going to cure your OCD, but it will help. That along with therapy, along with possibly medication, yeah. not doesn't have to be medication. Helped me a lot get over my OCD. Did you ever do that with your paranoia? I mean, well, my OCD and my paranoia were intrinsically linked. Okay. Like they were the exact same thing. My paranoia came from my OCD. Okay. Uh, so I was able, I used Zoloft uh, to, get, to get to the point where I could think about these things, where the thoughts weren't so overwhelming and screeching and loud uh, that I could kind of calm down and think about these things and work through them. Uh, and I actually, my OCD, I worked through that by myself um, with just, you know, my on medication, but I worked through it by myself without a therapist. By the time I got to a therapist, I'd pretty much fin- I'd pretty much gotten that under control. And it's still under control to this day, uh, which I'm actually pretty fucking proud of. Um, just keeping that shit going. All the same... Um, I, all the same techniques that I use, the things that I would say to myself, the mantras that I came up with, I still say to myself to this day. The biggest one that, uh, the best mantra I ever came up with is, uh, there is no hand. And that was sort of based on uh, how I started thinking about the intrusive thoughts is that I gave, the, I personified them. I gave them uh, an image in my head. and like what a the, hand that controls you? No. What the image was, do you remember at supermarkets those um, little finger puppets that you would get in the plastic bubble? No. 
<laughs> well, at the supermarkets, sometimes, I guess maybe only in Texas, uh, the supermarkets, you would, uh, you know, you'd put in the quarter. And yeah, I would get, get the sticky hand. Yeah, I'd get the sticky hand as well. But sometimes I would get the finger puppets. And the finger puppets were these little rubber monsters that usually had like uh, spiked heads and they had little arms on them and you can just fucking go like, they kind of look like Q-Bird a little bit. Okay. I don't know. I've talked to some people. Some people know them, some people don't. Um, but that's what I personified the thoughts as and what they were. Uh, but for those thoughts to be real uh, and for those monsters to have any sort of power or animation whatsoever, there has to be a hand. There has to be something that is controlling ah. these thoughts and the hand, you know, there has to be something that these thoughts are actually attached to where they can actually, where they're actually, they actually have some they meaning. Have power. Yeah. Where they have some sort of power. But then once I realized there is no hand, they all fell away into darkness. Wow. You know, they just all fell away. They had no power. They were just pieces of rubber. Uh, and so when I started finding myself thinking about, you know, having obtrusive thoughts, having obsessive thoughts, I would just repeat to myself, there is no hand, there is no hand, there is no hand. And it still helps to this day, years later. Like, I came upon that four years ago, something like that. And still to this day, like, if something starts fucking with me, I'll say, there is no hand. And it's kind of a mantra that that helps me out. I don't know, and if any of you guys out there uh, suffer from obtrusive thoughts, uh, got to get a bit of my Mountain Dew here. Mm. If, <laughs> if any of you out there suffer from obtrusive thoughts or obsessive thoughts or anything like that, um, try to find some sort of mantra. Try to personify them. Try to figure out what your thoughts look like, what they are. I don't know why mine were personified in little tiny supermarket um, monsters, finger puppets. I don't know why mine were monster finger puppets. That's just what where my mind went. Yeah. But, Try to find your monster. Try to find what it is that fucks with you and what controls you and what makes your life miserable uh, and then realize that it is an inanimate object. Whatever those thoughts are, they are inanimate objects that have no power on their own. They mean nothing on their own. But once you figure out that they mean nothing and they have no power, then you'll be free. Or at least, at the very least, on your way to being free. And oh, I think yeah. that's all the time we have for today. I think that's awesome. <laughs> There's no hand. There is no hand. Just to re- just remember that. Find your own. Yeah, just find your own monster. Hell yeah, I fucking love that. Thank you. I really like that. Thank- Everyone find their mantra. Find your mantra. I'm gonna have a mantra by next week. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet, but I I know it's it's gotta be something about chilling out. Fuck out just a little bit. I'm a chilly willy girl. That is Um, not what it's going to be. My name is Jackie (laughs) Zabrowski. I'm Marcus Parks, and if you have any questions for us, I'm sorry we we have a ton of. We didn't even get to them. I'm sorry. I feel like it's my fault. No, no, it's my fault. I went off on the thing about the hand. Yeah, you know Uh, I had all these other things. I. We had to get some shit out today. You know, we just we needed to talk. We needed to get all this shit out. Uh, But yeah, we we've got. Uh, we got questions coming up from a university uh, student in England. We got a follow up from Frank. Uh, we got 
uh, a letter from uh, a Canadian university student as well. And we got a letter from uh, a kid who was terrified of graduating high school. We're going to be getting to all of your questions uh, very soon. If you, listener, have any questions that you want to ask, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com, and we will get to it. Have a good day. Bye.